It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Biggie squeeze it to make shit fit. Now check this shit. I got the pack of rough riders in the back of the pack.
as far as anniversaries go, why do we celebrate? Why do we have anniversaries for people's deaths versus on their birthdays when they was living? Uh, well, I believe that your death your your death date is like kind of like somewhat just as important as your birthday. It just is a date that will always resonate with people that you know you that loves you, that were fond of you, and, and that you had relationships with, and all that stuff. I mean, we celebrate. We we, I mean, we celebrate both. I mean, you know, not death in the actual you know moment, but in the year, you know, the following things, like you said, you know, why? And I retort to that is like, why not? Uh, <laughs> he, I mean, you know, just why not? You know, why not? Why not celebrate life? We remind ourselves of that, you know, daily that you know life is indeed short. It's very short. Mm-hmm. And, Heck yeah, you got to celebrate while you're here. Oh shoot, let's uh let's tap in right quick. Maddie M's and Wood, we checking in. Uh let's see who this is. Three one four. I think if I'm not mistaken, I think three one four what is that? Three one four area code. Let's check in and see what's going on. What's going on, young people? Three eight one, what's shaking? Who this and where we calling in from? I'm calling from the Midwest and the South. This is Pianchi. How you doing, the man? Midwest. Hey, what's going mm. on, man? How you doing? What's shaking, man? What's going on? Well, look, I'm a grandfather. And during the time that uh, Christopher Wallace was coming up, I didn't care for no hip-hop music. Okay. But I have to tell you this, with all sincerely, I really appreciated him. He was something else. I don't know if you know when somebody describes you as being something else, just what that means. It means just that he was something else. And the stuff that took him out where we as a people could not enjoy him like it was meant to be, that was a terrible and disgraceful thing that happened. Because no one should be taken away, away from a people, something as great as he was. And he was just going up at the time. And his lyrics, you could relate to him. Like in Juicy, when he talking about Christmas, missed us, and no more sardines for dinner. That was things that people could relate to. Heck yeah. And I think he was worth about $100 million when he died. He would have been a billionaire plus. And his his personality and what he, just looking at him, big old guy, big papa like you got here in one of your hashtags. So uh, I really was sorry to hear what happened to him. And I, and I didn't follow him in the beginning, but as I began to take out the time and listen to what he was saying, he was spot on. So, uh, no, he was a good person, and I really miss him. But you young folks, go ahead on and uh, carry on with your show. I just had to come in and say that about Biggie. 
Hey, we appreciate you checking in from the Midwest. Thank you for calling and tapping in with us. Be sure to, you know, subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Just keep in, keep in tune with you know, a, lot, a lot of things. In All right. In the way. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. <clears throat> yeah, but that's what it is. You can tell, just, just not just but music, he was a big influence. Um, in hip hop and in the black community and the black culture, and still is, and still, still is. very like much you said, it. and like you said, without a shadow of a doubt, he um, is the greatest rapper to ever live, and still is the greatest rapper to ever uh, bless a microphone. I let me ask you this: What is your favorite? Biggie song. Mm. My favorite Biggie song. Just give me one. I don't want to listen to them. Loop. Just your absolute favorite give Biggie loop. song. Give me the loop. Give me the loop. Give me the loop. Give me the loop. Give me the okay. Loop. Okay. Okay. For why? Why give me the loop? Out of his list of hits and, and just dope content in his discography. What is it about Give Me the Loot that you love and appreciate so much? The first song I ever heard by Biggie was, of course, Big Papa and Juicy. Speak on it. The first, the first song I could ever uh, um, lap verbatim, Give Me the Loot. It was something about him playing two different characters in the same song made it like, yo, this is dope. And then it came to Warning, and it came to Niggas Bleed. Long Kiss Goodnight is one of my favorites. The what is dope. Him, man, him and Method, man. Him and Method, that's that's that cocaine. You missed that part. I had I had a snippet of that in my first mix. That that had played, like, shortly before you had called in. But, you know, you catch that back on the playback. Like I said, if we got more Biggie mixes that we're going to get into. Okay, you said give me the loop. Give me the loop. Give me the loop. Give me the loop. I'm a bad man. For me, for me, I want to say my favorite Biggie song, it has to be, it has to be uh, One More Chance, Stay With Me remix. Not the original One More Chance, the remix with Mary, Faith, and it was somebody else on the hook. But I, them two stand out the most. And the reason why the One More Chance remix is my favorite Biggie song, I just feel like that is the perfect blend of hip-hop and R&B and giving me being like, you know what I'm saying, super duper fly and, you know, saucy and all that stuff. I, that just, that yeah, whole yeah. thing like speaks to my personality, my vibe, my aura. You feel me? Like, I pop a freak thousand honeys, dummies, playboy bunnies, those wanting money, them the ones I like Nathan. You feel me? Like, that song just like fits my whole like and then And then like the video which nowadays, like, I know it ain't really that much of, like, concentration on music videos, but that whole music video was just fly. That, that had uh, what, what, what we feel like parties should be, 
I mean, it's a shame that it's like we can't go and, and really, like, party and, and enjoy ourselves anymore without people bringing the drama and the BS, you know, along with them to the function and all that stuff. But that that, that whole video, to me, just encompasses what a, a, a gathering and a party and a celebration amongst us, ourselves, with ourselves, should be. <laughs> Everybody's just chilling. Everybody's vibing, rocking out to the music. The ladies is in the is in the spot looking hella fly and all that. That's my favorite Biggie song, the Stay With Me remix. Yeah, that, and that's a pretty good song. Um, tell me, what do you think about just playing? Dreams? Dreams, Dreams of playing. and an R&B chick. <laughs> I'm not saying, uh, but I'm... <laughs> All right, all right. So in that song, he mentioned Mary J, which she still is fine to this day. Uh, Shaka Khan. Who else did he mention? Patty LaBelle. Yeah, he's he gonna go to jail for that one. Yeah. Ooh, Regina Bell. She probably do me swell. Jasmine Gavis fly. Mariah Carey's kind of scary. Oh. I'm scary. What about my honey Mary? Them jeans, they fit in like a glove. Since real love. I tell you this. One song by Biggie that I really never appreciated. A song that I always skip, even though I got it downloaded in my library. I think it is one of the worst Biggie songs ever. And I'm going to get you take on this. Play a hater. I do not Play like that song. Play a hater. <laughs> Biggie Actually, I like that song. I just, I could not stomach that singing. And then what Puffy was doing all throughout that song, I'm like, no, like, like, you know, shut that mess up. Like, I couldn't have kept a straight face if I would have been in the studio with them while they was recording that song. I'm like, y'all not about to put this on the album. I know that. I know y'all not about to put this on the album. I do not like Play a Hater. That is my least favorite Biggie song. I need to go through my list. Um, Biggie Song of the Year. I could listen to Play a hater. As far as downfall, I didn't really care for downfall too much. What? You know, I, I so, I mean, do it not give you that certain feel? What is it about my downfall and DMC that you don't like? Look, his whole that whole album. Life After Death. To me, it has so many good songs on it. I just felt like that was one of the ones that was more weak. Because to me, Long Kiss Goodnight and You're Nobody is two of the greatest songs off that whole album. Of course, we can talk about Nasty Boy. That was, you know. <laughs> I mean, Niggas Bleed. I, that whole album was dope. I just that was one song that I could not get down with. Don't forget, don't forget that life double disc. Don't forget uh, life after death was a double disc. Yeah, so we got two, two, yeah two I, albums. I, 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 
I did too. Yeah, I purchased it. Back in yeah, I purchased I it. I did too. It, yeah, uh, even even so much so if you know CDs and things were still popping, you know nowadays, if I just so happen to you know come across that, I would purchase it just for you know collective purposes. Even if I caught it on vinyl, I would still purchase it. Just you know, out of sheer like affinity and appreciation for Biggie. So, I let's uh let's break down right quick. Let me get into another mix right quick. See how you enjoy this. Hit it. Already. This out. This out. Come on. Oh, 
super lit. But don't worry, that's that's in one of my mixes that we still got left to you know get into. But uh, anybody that knows when me and you get together and we ride in the car, there's a couple songs that's just gonna get played back to back to back. Nine times out of ten, it's gonna be a Biggie song. It might be a Mike Jack song. It might be a Luther song. But I tell you, we have never, me and Maddie Ams have never been in a car together, the same vehicle, and not played Biggie. How can you not? How can you not? His music, his music is just that great. His music is just that great. That it is. It's just, see, a lot of times people don't know, when our long rides together, it's only because we got in the car and music got the plan and we just find ourselves driving somewhere. Yeah, it should. It, it is so therapeutic to just get in your vehicle and just play some music. I ain't even, like you said, I ain't even got to have like no destination, going nowhere. You just want to get in your whip. You just want to blast your music and just enjoy the open road. Freedom. Definitely got to enjoy your freedom. And that is something, that is one of my vices to help cope with life and the drama that you have, fooling with people at work, fooling with people in your family, etc., etc. You understand me? Uh, you know, when I'm going back and cre- creating, you know, this mix, you know, this, this, you know, this ode to, you know, Biggie. And when I think about music nowadays, bro, it's not, it, it really ain't to, you know, like <laughs> slander nobody, but how is it that music, his music that is almost, Three decades old sounds way fresher, sounds way cleaner, and it's way more enjoyable than what music has been, I want to say, in, like, the hip-hop realm for, like, the past 15 years or so. In my humble opinion. Personally, I believe there's no substance in rap no more. A new flow will come out, and everybody wants to sound the same. That's the thing. Back then, nobody sounded like Biggie. That's what made his stuff stand out. Now, everybody wants to copycat somebody. Everybody wants to sound like everybody else. The choppy flow. That junk was, the junk was and still is trash. Everybody just wants to sound the same. I think that's why you have all these rap songs and hip-hop songs. I don't even consider most of it rap anymore. It's, it's basically hip-hop. And that's why you have all this hip hop, and it all sounds the same simply because everybody, that's it. Everybody wants to do the same flow. Nobody wants to be original or stay true to themselves and have their own flow. And I think the game. I mean, maybe another artist, maybe another artist that sounded like Biggie and Biggie's song. Nobody and. That was like gonna segue us perfectly into like my next point, cause with this surge of uh, uh, technology and things, it's made it's made an avenue for everyone to become you know more easily accessible. And like you said, back then, uh, <laughs> I know originality and authenticity is everything in hip hop. Like you said. And the game definitely was not oversaturated back then, so you could have more of a focus 
on a particular artist, even like with the like light record labels and things like with artist development and 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 those kinds of things, you just don't see that no more. You see like a lot of artists that you know are like independent, and it ain't no knock to them, you know, because it's like what can a major record label really do for you now? I know if anything, a lot of these artists and stuff have like distribution deals or whatnot, but it's like they can they're they're making their own beats. They're, you know, really like owning in and producing their own music and, and distributing it, you know, on their own merit and things. But like you said, everybody sound the same. I know like we had that era where, you know, Lil John and the Crumb era. I know I know we had a little period where everybody was, you know, dancing and all those kinds of things, you know, with the Soldier Boy and D L and the franchise boys and you know, like what was that one song? You're a jerk or whatever that. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, flag surfing and the sanky leg and everything, and then we got to like where like the Migos pretty much just really got they chokehold on the game, where like you said, everybody's doing that choppy, that rapid flow, and it's. Yep. I just I can't stomach it in. And, and 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 in my eyes, it's like okay, I'm I'm in my mid twenties. A lot of artists that you know have been popping within like the last decade or so are pretty much our age. So why is it that I just don't get into like this this new I, this new area? I just don't do it to none of these artists. Like I am stuck in like the nineties listening to hip hop and R and B. And it just makes my soul like cry out when I think of when I when I just hear rap and R and B now. Yeah, I understand that. Uh, you ready? Your drum roll. Drum roll. Give it to me. Give me the drum roll. Another one for you. Let's rock. Mad clips at these cats for their bricks and chips. Number three. Never trust nobody. Your mama set that ass up properly, gassed up, hoodie the mask up. For that fast buck, uh-huh. she be laying in the bushes to light that ass up. Number four, know you heard this before. Never get high on your own supply. Number five, never sell no crack where you rest at. I don't care if they want an ounce, tell them bounce. Number six, that goddamn credit, get it. You take a crackhead paying your back, shit, forget it. Seven, this rule is so underrated. Keep your family and business completely separated. Yeah. Yeah. Check, 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 check the method. Check, check the method. method. And I'm shooting niggas quick if you hiccup. Don't let me fill my clip up in your back and headpiece. The opposite of peace. Sending mom Duke a reef. You're talking to the robbery expert. Step into your wake with your blood or my shirt. Don't be a jerk and get smoked over being resistant. Cause when I lick shots, the shit is persistent. Huh. Goodness gracious, the papers. Where the cash at? Where the stash at? Did the pass Then I heard a moan, honey, I'm home, yep, so chrome for situations like this. I'm up in this broad, I know he don't like this. Now I'm like, bitch, you better talk to him before the fist put a spark to him. Fuck around, shit, get dark to him, put a part through him, lose a major part to him. Arm, leg, she begging me to stop, but the cap getting closer, getting hot like a toaster, a cocky toast, uh. Before my eyes could blink, she screams out, honey, bring me up something to drink. 
Pussy go back downstairs more time to think. A brain racer telling me to stay patient. She don't know I'm cool as a fan, got in hand. I don't want to black. Now, you know, when I listen. <laughs> no, tell me why he said he flashed the heat on him. How you make a song about you know, how you, he was so fly. You sitting there sleeping with Anthony Mascaris because I think he's I think he's sad so you sleeping with Anthony Mason Shouty and made a song about it, bro. Flash the heat on him, he stood emotionless. Chop the glass, screaming, don't blast. Here's a stash of honey cash. Just don't shoot my... <laughs> oh, my God. I remember seeing a, a snippet of an interview where Fat Joe had confirmed that that was Anthony Mason's former play, I think, for the New York Knicks that Biggie yeah, had made. And they were talking about should he had him that knowing that the basketball player was already passed. And I said, God, I so let me ask you, (laughs) in that situation, I wondered if it was like, you know how like R. Kelly had like trapped in the closet where, you know, sure pretty much led him to believe that she was single. I wonder if he knew. I wonder if Biggie had knew or if he just was just like nonchalant and just didn't care. You know what? I would say he probably didn't know. Um, Cause you got to think about it back in that day. Uh, faithfulness in the relationship was just not really there. So I wouldn't say he didn't know. Or if he did know, he didn't expect the dude to come home. <laughs> cause I'm like, yo, he said like I'm I'm in his, you know. That's why he playing against the Utah Jazz, and I mean, you know, we haven't been to games before. I think you know, I think I don't know. Have you been to pro NBA game before? Have been to a pro NBA game? Yeah. No, I haven't been to a pro NBA game. Cause I'm like, I know, like, even as like viewing consumers on television, them games. May not be it. They might not come off as as long as they are in person. Because you think like when it comes to parking and tickets and getting in the stadium and all the pregame festivities and all that. And I'm just like, how long was y'all laid up? And and when you said you know you know you was actually uh you know in, 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 I'm just like whoa whoa like you know um. How would you have reacted in that way if that would have ever happened to you? Would you have reacted the same way? Only if I didn't have a tool myself. Because my thing yeah. is, the way he acted, with the way Biggie describes him acting, dude didn't have no gun. So, if had I had a gun, nah, it would have been, been more of a setup coming from me. It'd have been. I'm gonna tell you where everything is, and when you go to reaching, I'm gonna go to teaching. Word, because it, yeah, yeah. If you knew he had a shout, yeah, you know, like he said in the uh, end when he was with his homies, 
I was shook daddy, but I forgot I had my Roscoe on me. <laughs> oh, shoot. Okay. All right. Let's go here. Let's go here. Which is the better album? Ready to Die or Life, Life After Death? Death? Message to death. You don't gotta ask that. Why is life after death ready to die? I would say Biggie um Life Ready to Die was a dope album. Life of the Death was an album straight for niggas. That was that was a grown man album. That was that was straight street life and grown talk. It, I say I say the reason I think it's better is more relatable. And it was a and it was a more mature Biggie too, opposed to when he made his first. Ironically, my favorite song is on is not on this album. However, is is my is my favorite album. Because it's one of those albums you can listen to any song on the album and be satisfied. Yes, sir. And even when you listen to Life After Death and Ready to Die, you can just like tell, tell just like in Biggie's voice how much he matured from his first album to his second album. Yeah, that like we often say deeper than everything. Yeah, we often say I know um, this is about Biggie. But I was asked what was my favorite Lil Wayne album, and I told them what was my favorite Carter. I think the Carter was the Carter Five simply because that was grown man Wayne rapping on Carter Five. And there's something about listening to grown, grown bars, grown that's bars. First. That's the first. Grown bars, grown bars is different. They hit different, and you relate to them differently. I know. That that it's is about first. Biggie, so we can switch back. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, we we might could do, we might could do this for like look this same type of show for Lil Wayne at some point. But yeah, back to Biggie. So I would agree with you. I I enjoy well, you know, we enjoy both albums off the strength. But even despite it being a double disc, like you said, there it, it's it, life after death is is so so great of a body of work it has songs for all kinds of like moods and moments and elements and everything not saying that the first album didn't but you know you got like going back to cali which is like a party joint you got you know you nobody till somebody kills you you got oh you got somebody's got oh my god that (laughs) Lord, hey, man, long kiss, good dog. Oh my God. Um, yeah, I Somebody if I die, long kiss the night, niggas gonna kill off of them songs. Suicidal thoughts. Oh, was that on? That might have been on the first album. That might have been yeah, on. Yeah, that was the first album. Suicidal thoughts is a real song. Okay, okay, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Uh. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Now, I'll insert this disclaimer right now while it's appropriate. I'm really not too big on rap. I'm more of an R&B dude to my core, just simply being honest. Uh, But for 
but for your taste to like devote to our listening audience is Life After Death your favorite hip hop album of all time no okay um, cause that's, that's not hip hop that's rap to me there is a difference between hip hop and rap I consider Biggie a rapper with songs that's like dance to beats like that, like you said, like Soldier Boy and all that, when he first came out, I consider all that hip hop. That's crazy because so, I, I, I the opposite. I look really? at Biggie as hip hop. I look at Biggie as hip hop and I look at a lot of these like artists now as just like rappers. I look at Biggie as like an MC, and I look at rap like artists nowadays as just like rappers. Like they're not MCs, period. <laughs> That's the just my. I say that is because when I think of hip hop artists, I consider them like b boys. Something you gonna hear <laughs> dancing to. Like when I think of MCs, I think of rap. I think of rappers. And like Biggie, but when I hear hip hop artists, I think of like B boys. Like you ain't gonna see, you ain't gonna hear no Biggie song being played in its original format at a B boy dance off. To me, you would hear that you hear more of a hip hop song. I ain't mad at that. That's an interesting take. Uh, let me, hey, let me, let me empty out the well. I, the clip ain't empty. Let me let off one more. Can I let off one more? Go ahead, let off one more. Let me hear what you're talking about. Hey. My nine, my pens, my Mac 10, my target, all you whack niggas who started rapping. Junior Mafia, CeeLo, niggas know the half. Caviar for breakfast, champagne, bubble bath. Running up in pretty bitches constantly. The small bitch, who the fuck you was supposed to be? Niggas, grab your dicks if you love hip hop. Bitches, rub your dicks if you love big pop. Gotcha, open up the roof and turn up in cold sweat, they just dream, you still apologizing, analyzing, my size and your sizing, realizing, a fist fight would be asinine, you just pop wines, I must pop nines, genuine steel beads, nozzle in your grill piece, you shook up, two bricks, every cook up, we can hook up, all I see is the picture. All Philly hoes know it's Moschino Every cutie with the booty board a coochie Now he's the real dookie Meaning who's really the shit The niggas ride this Frank All the dangerous Ain't too many can bang with us Straight up we no angel dust Label us notorious Thug ass niggas that love the bus This train to us Y'all niggas be scrambling Gambling Up restaurants with mandolins and violins We just sitting here trying to win Trying not to sin How off weed and lock gin So much smoke needs oxygen Talk to me, Wood. No problem, man. You doing some real mixing tonight? 
you doing some real mixing tonight. I think I got a, I think, well, I mean, I feel like music has been my calling since I was, like, 15. I just love music. I love, like, all of it. I really, like, have been using basic software on my MacBook to, like, do all of this. And I just got, like, I was just in my zone doing it. Hey, and I know, I know you was in jamming, bobbing, and everything else when you was rocking out. And I got mad because I tried to include every song, but it's so many of them. And I just, I just wanted to do something to, you know, just commemorate, like I said, in my opinion, arguably the greatest, you know, rapper of all time. Like I just, I just wanted to do Biggie a, a service, man. Like that man, that man, his music just, it's, it. I still love it. I still enjoy it. It just, it really do, man. Like, I know we was, you know, for real, like, little kids when, you know, he was murdered, you know, in 97. But when I just think, I, I, I mean, I was watching a Snoop Dogg interview uh, on The Breakfast Club years, uh, years ago. And I remember him saying that when Biggie was here and Tupac was here, it was like, he feels like the game had to, like, take, not in the literal sense, but it's like the game had to kind of let them go for everybody else to, you know, be able to come into, like, the hip-hop game because he just felt like the game would have been based on Tupac, Biggie, and Snoop Dogg, even to this day had, you know, they never passed on or whatnot. And I always wonder, like, what kind of mogul Biggie would have came into. I wonder what that third album would have sounded like. I wonder, like, you know, just... What what the like climate of hip hop would be if he was still here, you know? With him still being here, do you think he would have came out with a whole bunch of albums like you see these other or a whole bunch of sorry, do you think he would have been more into the mixtape game like most so many uh artists is today? Or do you think he would have just stuck to doing albums but not doing them back to back to back? I think that I think that what we have seen in the past several years would have probably more than likely still have been the case because we know with everything, things, they grow and they evolve and, and, and change and things. But I believe that, you know, back when, you know, mixtapes and, and for like legit mixtapes, not like mixtapes that sound like albums. I'm talking about when people was like getting over on people's beats and just killing it. I feel like he would have been dope in that aspect. I know that, you know, even with, like, Junior Mafia and the and the reports that he actually wrote, you know, for, like, Lil' Kim, and he wrote that Conspiracy album and, and helped, you know, cultivate, you know, artists like Lil' C's and, and Charlie Baltimore and all of them artists that he had, and, and the likes with, you know, Jada Kiss, Sheik Luch, and Styles P, and just was the face of Bad Boy back in that time. I know he would have became a mogul, you know, some uh, a lot like you know like Jay Z's and and Snoops and and you know even more artists that you know paved the way and some of the forefathers of hip hop. Um, it just it does man. It'd be like it like you know my homeboy said when he called us in when we first went live. You just wonder what life would have been like. Not you know just somebody way too soon, bro. And for us to just have been kids when he was murdered, uh, 
all I know is, you know, say I I know my mom loved Biggie. She was like, you know, they tell me all the time, bro. She was like, that should have been your daddy. <laughs> you feel me? That should have been your daddy. Um, come on, come on. But uh, yeah, man. I just, you know, we just wanted to, you know, commemorate twenty third anniversary of his, you know, passing. You know, I go. I can say that, you know, confidently for the both of us. Uh, I'll let Wood give us any parting remarks that he wants to make before I let off this last, you know, bullet that I got in the clip to celebrate the life yeah, of yeah. the glorious B.I.J. Yeah, yeah. I, I do want to say, not debatable at all. At all. One of these days, we'll try to, we'll try to find somebody who likes Tupac enough to try to defend him. Or Jay-Z or, like you said, Nas or, you know, Wayne. But no no debate. The greatest rapper to ever bless a mic. We want to say rest and paradise to the one and the only, the great notorious B.I.G. There is none that has came after him that was as good as him. And there never will be. He was just that good. He was that great. Awesome, awesome artist. Um, we, we want to give a shout-out to also to his family, his children. Um, we know what it could, we don't know what it could be like to lose a parent, but um, his memory still lives on. And uh, we want to tell you we love you. And you know, bless him with something else. Bless him with a Maddie M special. No, 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 sorry. Yes, we love you, Biggie. Hey, y'all have a good night. Maddie M's and Wood, we checking out. Bang. Yeah. This album is dedicated to all the teachers that told me I never amount to nothing. To all the people that lived above the buildings that I was hustling from that called the police on me when I was just trying to make some money to feed my daughter. Yeah, yeah. And to all my peoples in the struggle, you know what I'm saying? It's all good, baby, baby. Check it, check it. was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Something pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. Hanging pictures on my wall. Every First things first, I pop freaks all the honey, dummies, playboy bunnies, those wanting money, those the ones I like cause they don't get nathan but penetration, unless it smells like sanitation, garbage I turn like doorknobs, heart throb never, black and ugly as ever, however, I say Gucci down to the socks. Rings and watch filled with rock. Uh, and my jam not in the Mitsubishi. Girls pee pee when they see me. Uh-huh. Never hoes creep me in they pee pee. Uh-huh. As I lay down laws like Island Coffee. Stop uh-huh. it. If you think they're gonna make a profit, don't see my ones, don't see my guns. Get it? Now tell your friends, Papa hit it, uh-huh. then split it in two. As I flow with the junior mafia, uh-huh. I don't know what the hell's stopping ya. I'm clocking ya. Versace shade watching ya. <laughs> Jealousy's a motherfucker, you weak, jealous motherfuckers. If you a jealous motherfucker, you just a weak motherfucker. See, when you're on top, motherfuckers just want to bring you down. Motherfuckers don't even know oh. you my dreams still be, my marble pops mixed me with Jamaican rum and whiskey, huh, what a set off, should've pushed them dead off, wiped the sweat off, 
Cause in this world I'm the rap inventor Nigga with the game type this That flame right Spell my name right B-I-Double-G-I-E Iced out, lights out Me and see the Leo Getting head for some chick he know See it's all about the cheddar Nobody do it better Going back to Cali Strictly for the weather Women and the weed Sticky green No seed, bitch please Papa ain't soft Dead up in the hood Ain't no love lost Got me mixed up, you drunk them licks up Mad cause I got my dick sucked And my balls lick all fit The game is mine, I'ma spell my name one more time Check it, it's the N-O-T-O-R-I-O-U-S You just lay down slow Recognize the matches on the masses Bumps and bruises, blunts and land cruisers Big Papa smash fools, bad fools Niggas mad because I know the cash rules Everything around me, two Glock nines any motherfucker whispering about mine And I'm, and I'm uh, Brooklyn's finest You rewind this bad boys behind me One, two, three, building up, I can't, I can't believe Suicide's on my fucking mind I wanna leave, I swear to God it's hit You ain't worth spit, just a memory Remember he used to push the champagne range Silly cat, or suede in the rain Way put the G in game Had the Gucci frame before Dana James Thought he ran with pain I can't recall his name You mean that kid that nearly lost half his brain Over two bricks of cocaine Getting his dick sucked by crackhead Lorraine A fucking shame, Duke's the lame What's his name? Dark and Jermaine See what I mean? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.